I'm Courtney. And I'm Allison. And we're Courtney and Allison, and this is the Double X Files, a podcast that is sometimes about the X Files today. Al, it is about baby murderers. Baby murderers. Gotta gotta watch out. Gotta watch out for those big. Ba- Could your baby be a murderer? Maybe. <laughs> I was also gonna go with um, skinless people because that was a big motif. Yeah, that was a big uh, a big thing. Is just sort of like fruit gummy men. <laughs> you remember The Simpsons where um, uh, Homer gets a Venus de Milo gummy? Oh, yeah, like like my own memories. <laughs> That's exactly what we are working with today in this episode of The X-Files. Yeah. God, I wanted to eat that gummy so bad as a kid. Yeah, you wanted to eat that gummy? Yeah, I wanted to eat it so bad, even when it was all gross. Is that your number one cartoon food item that you crave so dearly? No, there's got to be. There's got to be. Gotta, there's got to be, be something else. For me, Ninja Turtles pizza. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. With the uh, real sloppy cheese. Honestly, maybe Samurai Pizza Cat's pizza. Oh, that's a good one. Also, Flintstones, giant ribs. Oh, yeah, man. You gotta want a taste of that bad boy. It knocked their damn car over. (laughs) Then the ribs is on the floor and everyone's, how are they going to get home? That's, that's how you know it's good, man. It knocked your ding dang car right over. <laughs> oh well, my friend, we have watched season nine, episode eight mm-hmm. of the X Files. Uh, I'm guessing at the number, they're all blurring together. Uh, oh, can you uh, yeah. give us the descriptiono, please? <laughs> I would love to. So, season nine, episode eight is called Hellbound. Here's what it's about. A string of gruesome murders in which the victims are skinned alive might have a personal connection to Agent Reyes. Hmm. Hmm. Yep. I have a real... Actually, I'm going to save my question. I have a real philosophical question, but I'm going to save that to the end because I think it's good to finish up on. My first question, though, is... um, what was your favorite screen name from this do-to-do-do-to-do's? Oh my god, Courtney, I what? didn't even look. Al, there was some good ones. I was so distracted by hating the man that wrote this. <laughs> oh, I'm surprised you're not distracted 100% of the time. <laughs> yeah, I know, that's that's fair. There, there was, uh, well, we can do the, why don't you do the cold open? And then I will tell you, reveal my top, my top three, uh, uh screen names from this dude. Okay. Um, there are some cardboard men on a film set, um, talking about what, how they're trying to turn their lives around because they were bad. They did bad things and now they're trying to not be bad anymore. And at this point i realized that um this episode was going to be rated pc for extremely pro carceral opinions <laughs> and it's funny 
No matter what ethnicity or size or or you know hairstyle that these men all had, they were all the same men. They were the same men, and that you immediately you could tell that this was written by a sheltered white boy, um, and that it was he was someone who did not see you know people who have committed crimes, quote unquote, uh, as as people. Like these were not people to him. No, they were um, carbon copies of Ski Ulrich. Yes, they were little paper dolls. <laughs> Ooh, did you have paper dolls growing up, or was that just me? I didn't. I feel like I did when I was very, very young, but it wasn't a big thing. It wasn't a big thing for whatever reason. I remember going to like when we went to museums. Uh, we would get like little, little. They had those little books of, of, of uh, like, cutouts, and you dress them, but they're, like, of historical figures. Hmm. That sounds like a good exercise for a dull child. <laughs> they were my favorite. And oh, I had, no, I'm so sorry. I had, I had a first lady set, and I oh, also wolf. had... Okay, shut up. And I also had a presidential set, and I loved putting Jackie O's clothing on Abraham Lincoln. No, yeah, okay, that actually you've you've made it good again. Okay. <laughs> Paper dolls are extremely gay, my dude. Hey, you know what? I I didn't know. I've learned something here today. Good. Good, 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 good. You should have. You got to play. I thought you said you were play. Didn't you play with Archie printout paper dolls? Well, that wasn't like they weren't dolls. They were just coloring oh. sheets. Oh, okay. Okay. But you didn't dress them. Well, we drew outfits on them. Ah, on them. Okay, okay. Got it, got it, got it. Okay, that was the cold open. The During the do-do-do-do-do-do's, there's some screen name, uh, including two of my favorites. One that cannot possibly be real, but is probably catfishing. Uh, just Woman 60. Woman 60. <laughs> you know, woman, me. A woman. <laughs> A woman. I'm 60. A woman. My name is Barbara. I have a kid. <laughs> I am a woman and I am 60 or I was born in 1960. This is Ooh. the year 2000, so it could not be both. <laughs> I did some quick um, math. <laughs> nope. My my personal favorite, though, is Rankle Winters. Oh, that's an anagram. Is it? Yeah. For what? Um, Rankle Winters. Oh, man. Uh, I can't remember, but I know it's one of the anagrams. How did you just, like, did you literally just Sherlock that shit and I said a name and you just knew it was an anagram? Well, yeah, because I looked them up in the first episode. Oh, I thought you, like, oh. No, I'm not that good. Oh. Uh, oh, it's Walter Skinner. It's Walter Skinner. It's Walter That's Skinner. That's what I thought it was. Yeah. Did you just figure that out or did you look it up? I figured it out. Wink. Myself. Wink. <laughs> um, I realized in my uh, talking about the opening, I did not mention what the X-File is. Oh, well, I got so someone sees another person without skin. That's yeah. it. That's the X-File. There's one guy who's making big trouble in the support group, and he's like, we shouldn't try to be better, blah, blah, blah. And um, 
then he the, his friend is like having nightmares and then he looks turns back and he sees him like a like a fruit gummy a moist fruit mm-hmm. gummy straw baby skin mm. and that and then that that's it that's the x-file that, yeah that's that's x-file is that people are being skinned alive and uh agent reyes has some connection to it that she's trying to figure out and skelly and doggett are like why are you so obsessed with this and uh there's a scene where she's wearing a negligee We'll talk about that. I have a lot of questions about that. Okay. I have a lot of questions about that. Okay. Um, so, here's my problem with this episode. Please. Uh, and, and we've had this before. We call it male blindness in that every single character uh, who is a, a, a male... Uh, um, looks so similar and acts so similar that I have no idea whomst is whomst. Absolutely! And this, this episode, I could not tell you how many people, A, died, B, were killers, C, sat in that room in the first scene, because I, all I saw was the same person. Yeah, they all looked extremely similar, um, there were three men that were skinned alive. There was a fourth person. How many people were in the first, like, talking room? Oh, I don't fucking know. <laughs> it could be 17. I don't know. They all look the same. But at the very least, the the, the three people that were skinned alive and the, and the fourth one, who is uh, the doctor, Dr. Lisa Holland, was yeah. there. Angela from The Office. Angela from The Office, yes, of course. Yes. Um, and then uh, Agent Reyes is big mad about the whole thing, and Doggett and Scully are like, I don't know why she cares so much about this crime in particular. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the whole that's the whole shebang. Um, and I I realized halfway through this that you know this is this is episode eight, yeah. and we're deep in the paint in this whole, like, well, this is Reyes's time. This is Doggett and Reyes's time. We had Mulder and Scully for, for seven seasons. So this is their time now. Now I sat watching this episode and for the like fourth time where Reyes had like a vision of someone Mm -hmm. turning into a strawberry man. Um, I thought to myself, Man, I really miss aliens. <laughs> like, yeah, aliens were good times, huh? I really, hey, I really miss those little guys. Miss those fucking bees, dude. <laughs> I just, we, we, you don't know what you got till it's gone, Al. And <laughs> I realized that I would give anything for three little alien men. To stand in a room and abduct someone in this, the episodes of the X-Files. Because truly, I just hate tr- this. I hate truly this. Truly in season nine, uh, Chris Carter paved paradise and put up a parking lot. <laughs> it's just, hey, have you noticed there's just a lot of like, there's a lot of red. There's a lot of blood. There's so much red. Yeah. There's just a lot. And a lot of uh, Satan. And I'm a fan yeah. of, of Satan. I'm just not a fan Satan. of what his work in these, the series of the X-Files. Well, here are the two things that occurred to me bothered me about Monica Reyes in, in this episode okay. um, and overall in the season and just her whole deal. Yeah. Um, one, she looks like she's fully dissociating at all times. 
<laughs> well, I'm me too, bud. <laughs> I know. Like, honestly, it is a mood. I'm not going to lie. But yeah. it doesn't make for great television. Nope. <laughs> uh, and the other thing is, like, clearly her whole path here, like, there's a scene where she walks into a church and she's clearly having big emotions. And I think, like, a lot of her story is her trying to figure out whether she's a good person or a bad person. What? Is she inherently good or bad? Who cares, dude? I don't know. Those <laughs> things don't matter anymore. <laughs> I thought she's... Ha- I. You know what? I just think she's haunted. Yeah. I just, like... I just could care less about, like, the morality play between good and evil at this point. I never... All I, all I thought her issue was is that she has these powers. And... They are both a gift and a curse and blah, 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 blah. I think that that's that's what I thought that her whole thing was this episode. Well, it's wild, too, because it's like on one hand, she does have these visions like we've seen her have these visions before. But on the other hand, she seems like to be very specifically ingrained in this case as a person who maybe has been reincarnated with these other people. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I forgot about the reincarnation shit. Yeah, hey. so basically... Oh, well, okay. I... Uh, who... Mm-hmm. I have a question. Yeah. Who is the murderer? Oh, okay. So here's... I'm gonna just lay it all out for you. Okay. Back in the the day, the like... No, 18- I don't... Hey, I don't want to go back in the day. I want to know... <laughs> In 2002, in this, the episode of The X-Files, which one of the boys did a murder? Oh, it was the sheriff, Van Allen. Oh. He did all the crimes. I have another question. Yeah. Was he a ghost? No, he was not a ghost. He was the reincarnated soul of the reincarnated soul of a man who was killed by the reincarnated souls of those four men. I'd like to imagine, Al, that the conversation we're having right now is similar to a conversation that they had in the writer's room. And (laughs) I am mystified no one pumped the brakes on that one. (laughs) (laughs) No, of course not. They were, like, eating it up like it was fucking Chris Carter's pee-pee. They were in love with it. (laughs) You think pee-pee makes it sound even more vulgar. (laughs) (laughs) My apologies. My fine, sir. Okay. I do want to give a hand. I do want to give credit to where credit do- is due. The prop work and the body work in this the episode of The X-Files was mwah, chef's kiss. Yeah, it says twice in the Wikipedia article that the faux skin that they made was created to look, quote-unquote, moist. Uh, I They were so, so drenched in something. Deeply oh. moist. The pig skins they had. There was a scene with a lot of pigs hanging up in them. The pigs yeah. were wet. The bodies were wet. The bloods is wet. Everything was just really wet. Yeah, they had a scene in a slaughterhouse. They had a scene the in the slaughterhouse. The place that bad men work. Where the bad men work in the slaughterhouse. Now, it seemed like in that scene, you had two of the bad men, both looking exactly like each other. Identical. Um, I could not tell if the camera was going back in between the both of them or to the same person. Mm. Um, One of them threatens the other and then drives away 
with like blood on them. Yeah. And then the other guys in the the pig house just like washing down <laughs> washing down some blood, man. And you know that's a bad that's a bad pig house when there's no slope. I would love for a slaughterhouse to always be called a pig house. Oh, pig house? Yeah. Pig house. <laughs> pig house and a beef barn. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cow party? Pig house? Cow party. Ch- <laughs> um, chicken shed. Chicken shed. No, that's a real thing. Um, so one of these boys gets gets skinned by... He gets got, yeah. Someone. The and sheriff. And then he's hung... Uh, sure. He's hung... Uh, by the sheriff and um, Monica Reyes and Doggett comes to see them. Now, mm-hmm. Monica is a little revolted because she saw this in her dream and now she's having this, I don't know, existential crisis because she sees things. But we knew she saw things. But yeah, Doggett, because she woke up with a gasp wearing a negligee. Well, was that before or after? I think it's. I don't know. I think she woke, woke up right before this death. Okay, well, I gotta talk about that. But the first thing I gotta talk about is the first thing that Doggett does is touch this wet body. You know what? Oh, man. When he was alive, before he got skinned, all I could focus on was his pits. His what? His pits. His armpits. Oh. Okay. That's all I could look at. Oh, was there something alluring about them? No, it was just like, I don't know. I don't know what it was. There they are. There they are. They're right there. You know, it's this part <laughs> of your body that so often is uh, kept under a, kept under an arm, and, and there they were. The arm is like a little, there's just like a little forest under there. Yeah, you just got a little, like, you got a whole little uh, community in there. Mm, 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 mm. So... I'm astounded you were more infatuated with this man's pits rather than Doggett touching a, a wet-skinned body. Okay. Yeah, no, I, I think I'm, like, just, like, uh, I'm used to it by now. I'm used to Doggett just getting in there, just diving deep, just getting getting way into it. Well, I thought that was more of a Mulder move, not a Doggett I mean, it move. is, but Doggett's sliding down that slippery slope, you know? I know, I fucking hate it. Okay, can I, you mentioned it, I want to talk about it. Please. Uh, Monica Reyes is having bad dreams, and she wake up in a, like, negligee. Yeah. And in a motel. Oh, it's in a motel. Is it in a motel? Yeah, was that? Oh, you were confused because Doggett was there? I was confused because Doggett was in there in a white, tight tank top. No, it was the old motel adjoining door situation. Oh. Well, you don't, hey... Hey, Doggett, if um, someone's kind of screaming in the other room, but, like, dream screaming, I don't know if you want to walk in. Dream screaming? You know, some dream screaming. Dream screaming, huh? <laughs> you know, getting down and dirty with your dreams. Yeah, sometimes they you just gotta let them be, you gotta let them finish, you know? Who would, I, I was so, so, so very, very confused because I just had, all, all I saw was Doggett just go into Reyes' room and I thought, where are they? How did they get here? <laughs> Who's, whose house is this? Did they, Do they fuck? Live? Do they live together? Do they fuck? Uh, I, 
was no, very sadly, confused. just another case of the motel shared door. Oh. Uh, now, you, know what I, you know what yeah. I noticed about this episode? What? A lot of V-necks. V-necks, huh? A lot of V-necks. Hmm. A <laughs> lot of V-necks. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> wow. I don't know, man. We're, what, day 40, and um, the hoardiness has been turned up so much <laughs> that the V-neck excites me. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> just a little, ooh, just a little peek down there. Just a little, got, some, got some pits, got a V-neck, got a English egg. I'm on board. <laughs> Got some skinless men. <laughs> Got some strawberry uh, jam. Hey, do you want to um? Do you want to get on the plane? Huh? Do you want to get on the the plane? To 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 where am I, dude? Uh, do you want to go to the notebook? <gasps> do 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 do. <laughs> <laughs> Hell's yeah, I do. No, do you have a question? I don't have a question. I just wanted to talk about, like, I mean, this past week we both gotten to, like, hang out on each other's islands, which has yeah. been really cool. I yeah. went to your island. I, I sold turnips for 1.3 million bells, paid off my whole house. It was dope. Okay. I want to talk about turnips. That's what I fucking want to talk about. Can I tell you about my turnip mistake in the notebook? I would love to hear about your turnip mistake. Okay. So, um, Al and Al's roommate and I have been tracking our turnip prices, uh, very strategically. And, uh, it turned out that I had a large turnip spike, uh, Sunday morning. And I thought, wow, better share the wealth, right? So I invited all my friends over to come sell their turnips and they got loaded with a lot of money. Um, then I thought to myself, you know, uh, Twitter, I have some friends oh, on Twitter. No. I I'll I'm gonna post uh my dodo code on Twitter and say that I am selling turnips for four hundred fifty four bells. Um, Al, it was hell. Yeah, no, yeah, I've read articles about this sort of thing. Absolute hell, because I don't think I tagged anything. I just think. Maybe people are searching for oh, it? Oh, people are absolutely 100% without a doubt searching for dodo codes. I just, I I thought, my I have some followers. There's some friends of the show. They play. People I don't have on Instagram, you know, they're, they're going to play. And th- my Instagram friends, they were all very nice. They came. I got lots of gifts. Um, you came over, too. Yeah. And then, sorry. Uh, and then, um, and then I opened it up on Twitter, and it was an absolute fucking wave of people. <laughs> oh my god! How many do you think? Uh, it just it my my little my poor little switch could not process how many people tried to get on my island at once. We were trapped. No one could move because as soon as. The first traveler got here, the next one came, and then the next one came, and then someone tried to leave, and then the next one came. No one could sell turnips because no one could get in or out of my island. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta, like, have a system. You gotta, like, uh, form a line. No, you gotta, like, so I, I realized my thing. I gotta say, hey, DM me. Don't, 
I can't just put the code out there for anyone. No, you, you, absolutely you can't do that. You can't do that. Oh, but, you know, I gotta say, so I had, I think, eventually I got maybe, like, 16 people in and out, and I I finally, A, took down the post from my Twitter, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and and B, we kind of slowed things down, but these strangers, complete strangers, I didn't know any of them, they were very nice. Number one, someone paid off a set of stairs that I had on the island, which was very nice. And number two, someone asked me how much my mortgage was and paid for all of it. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I got some really good gifts. Uh, I got lots of cash. Um, I didn't realize that, like, you're supposed to tip people. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That's why I brought you that nice big hat. Yeah. Oh, I have plans for that fucking big hat, my dude. (laughs) (laughs) I knew you would. Oh, I have. Oh, oh, I have such good plans. Um, Anyway. Would I do this experience again? Yes. Uh, but I would put it on Twitter and then ask for DMs. Because today, this morning, I saw someone was dumb like me and did the same thing. And Elijah Wood, the actual Elijah Wood, came to that person's island and spent the day on their island. Yeah, I saw that too. I was so cool. <laughs> and I thought, that could have been me. And 14-year-old you know me would have juiced their genes. <laughs> Uh, and you know what? I'd do it again. I'll 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 have a celebrity little guy on my little island. See, just oh, hang out. I don't you know. My... I think my my island is uh, for VIPs only. Oh, very good. Now that we figured out the fr- best friends situation, yeah, I'm we're glad. best. Yeah, so everyone can stop worrying. We're best friends. It's official. <laughs> it's it's Animal Crossing official. We are best friends. Oh boy, um, the dream team's still still alive. Yeah. Anyway, that's my turnip hell that I put myself in uh, uh, yesterday. And it was lucky because my Nook shop is closed today. Yeah. Yeah, so it's mine. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's turnip hell. Turnip hell. Turnip mm-hmm. hell. We are also in turnip hell in the X-Files, so it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> turnip hell in the X-Files. Okay, let me sum this bad boy up. Yeah, please. Um, basically, in the, the 1860s, mm-hmm. uh, these four miners were in a work dispute with this one guy, and so they skinned him alive, and then... <laughs> okay, can we just... Can we pause? Can yeah, I please. pause? So, there's a union... There's a there's an anti-union sentiment is what you're saying currently in this the season of the X-Files. I can't I can't confirm or deny all it said was work dispute. Maybe they loved uh getting script instead of money and they were like, give us more, we hate money, yeah. Um <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> and the and the, the owner was like, No, I wanna pay you in real money, and they were like, No, don't, we hate it. Oh, um, I hate healthcare. Don't give it to us. Yeah, no thanks. No <laughs> we thanks. don't want to bargain collectively. <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> uh, okay. But, so there was some kind of work dispute of what kind okay. we don't know. Yeah. Uh, and um, anyways, all five of these people's souls get reincarnated. Um, and then every time they're reincarnated, the the victim, the guy who was originally skinned, skins all the other four people. And every time they reincarnate, Wait. the victim is uh, like a lawman of some kind. 
What? Ah! Uh, what? Uh, what? A uh, splitting! What? A splitting! <laughs> uh, I don't oh understand what you're not picking up here. Oh, my head. Okay, I'm going to try to repeat back to you what you've just explained to me. Because my head cannot wrap around that that storyline was written down on paper and then acted out by actual human beings. Okay. Who did not question anything? (laughs) Okay. There was four four guys. Mm-hmm. They they hated they hated their work, and so they skinned their boss alive. Yeah, correct. The boss then all okay. Wait, wait, wait. Not only the boss, but these four other coal workers. They all reincarnate. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, we're gonna move on. Second generation. The boss who was skinned alive remembers that he was skinned alive and then can conceivably figure out whoops the other people were, even though they're in new bodies. Yeah. And then he kills all four and skins all four. Yeah. And then. And then. You got it? So you're with me so far. And then. Okay. He. Yeah. Uh, he. Uh, um. Kills himself via suicide so that he yeah. can be reborn and start all over again. Okay. And Reyes is su- the sheriff. Oh, no, no, God. no. Reyes is, not the- Reyes is not the sheriff. No, Ray- but isn't- Reyes is a reincarnated of someone who is supposed to catch this guy. Someone, but we don't know who. She's not the sheriff. She's the guy, no, oh wait, she's the skelly man, the skelly man that they find, who is trying to catch this guy. She's him. I don't think so. She's Hitler. Yeah. <laughs> Nailed it. Um, Because um, the sheriff, the sheriff was, that Doggett finds, the skeleton was the sheriff who killed himself in 1909, so he was the first reincarnation of the man who originally oh. was skinned alive. And then he the came guy. back and then he skinned those four people alive. What? And Wait. then he killed himself. So you're telling me a baby. Let's. A baby has a soul in it that it is someone else's, but in that side, that baby, that baby A, knows exactly where all the skins are, B, knows exactly where to go back to, C, knows exactly how to skin, and D, knows how to find those four other guys all the time. I mean, I guess? That's a bad baby, huh? That's a bad fucking baby, dude. That's a, That's fucking... a bad baby. <laughs> that baby's bad. That baby's a bad... Is a bad... Oh... So, in this episode, does... Oh, wait. So, the bad the bad baby man, reincarnated man, skins three people. Does not yeah. skin the fourth person because Reyes catches him, but he still dies. I... Yeah. It's weird. Like, okay, I feel like I'm just realizing the full scope of this for the first time. <laughs> 
which it's is so that buck wild. These four men who got into a quote unquote work dispute, <laughs> aka probably standing up for their own rights. Yeah. They killed this man. Uh-huh. And then this man always comes back as some sort of law enforcement to kill them uh-huh. in response because they're bad forever. Uh-huh. They're just always crim- they're always going to be criminals. They're just always going to they're baby they were born that way. Oh, woof woof. <laughs> That's woof. what the song's about. Hey, I get it. Someone let the dogs out because fucking woof, oh. dude. So Reyes is also reincarnated because apparently she is part of this in that she is a reincarnated person who's trying to catch that killer. Yeah, and Dr. Lisa Holland is a a reincarnation of one of the men, which implies that this episode is proposing that souls are not inherently gendered. Hey, that's groovy. Yeah, that's groovy, but like, why are you... Don't. But also... Don't. But also... You know what's not groovy? <laughs> that, hey, you're you're a bad baby. You're going to stay a bad baby. <laughs> you're bad. If you are born a bad baby, you're a bad baby for life. Yeah. You can't, you can't change it. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. So anyways, Reyes does manage to stop him from killing Lisa Holland. <sighs> and then she shoots him and he's in the hospital. Um, but then he dies. Uh-huh. And uh, we just zoom right in on that sort of pupil, and then we zoom out. We're we're in a baby. Ah. Uh, the baby is bad. The baby is bad, and that's the murderer. And here's the thing: is that now there's a bad baby, and no one's done anything about it. No, what are you gonna do with that baby? You gotta kill that baby. <laughs> the baby is bad. The baby's bad. You cannot That's suffer so a bad dumb. baby to live. This is so dumb. Is <laughs> Al? Al? Aliens? Yeah, aliens, man. Like, I crave them. I do miss, you know, when that doctor was holding that little baby alien in his arms? Yeah. That was good stuff, dude. Man, that was wholesome. Like, aliens is wholesome. And this is just like... Satan all the way down. And I I love Satan, but it's just, like, full of bad, gummy strawberry men and Monica Reyes screaming in her sleep, and I just can't handle it no more. (laughs) Yeah, it's rough. I really am hoping the next episode gives us, you know, some meaty aliens to chew on. An alien? Maybe. Hey, remember? Remember when aliens had really good butts? Oh, yeah! That was the shit. Remember when we were young and fresh? It was like season two. We're like, look at that alien ass. This this show is shit. And we're like, you know what? Now, three years later, I would watch that show. I would watch that episode forever. If that meant I did not have to see another Monica Rios Devil Baby fucking episode. <laughs> well, you know what? Here's the thing. We are on the eighth episode of this season. Yeah. We are almost halfway through it. When you say almost halfway through it, you you have broken my bad baby soul, my friend. <laughs> we are so close to never having to watch an <sighs> X-Files again. We might be done the X-Files before quarantine is lifted. Well, that's also really depressing. 
Because <laughs> I know we're done in July, bud, and I can't handle this. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I have big man plans. Okay. I'm sorry. I know. I want to go. I want to go on vacation too, bud. Oh, I'm just bitter because I should have been in Florida currently, and now I'm, instead I'm fucking in my bed alone, screaming out at you about aliens and bad babies and gummy men, and it just makes me upset. And I should have been in your home, in your bed, cuddling your dog, so... Yeah, that's right. He misses you. Aw, I love him. <laughs> uh, okay, that's that's it. I'm done talking about this fucking episode. You want to rate it? Let's rate it. I ran on a spooky scale. One is not spooky. Five is so spooky. You know, I gotta give it to the body work. I'm gonna give this a three. Okay. Yeah, the body work was moist. The, ooh, and, and I think, I'm, I don't know if I imagined it, I was watching it on my little phone while I was doing work, um, but was it just me, or were the veins actually, like, pumping blood? I do, I was not paying close enough attention to oh, tell. Okay. I think there Sorry. was a scene where, like, literally, you saw someone's hands, and you could see, like, the veins pump blood, and that was super dope. Yeah, he was yeah. a beef jerky. Yeah, he was a beef jerky. Uh, I rate on a rage scale. It goes from one, which is a good episode. Have yet to see one of those all the way to first person shooter. Uh, it's the worst episode we've watched to date. And I'm going to mm-hmm. give this a six. Yeah. It's okay. Bad. <laughs> I love how it's a six. You're like, that's bad. I'm like, yeah, it's okay. <laughs> it's bad. <laughs> this is it. It's bad, that's but it. it could be worse. Could be real bad. Could be real worse. Um, uh, I'll, if, if. The Space Cadets, A, they're like, hey, this is real, this is, this podcast is going downhill because these two boys don't have aliens to talk about. And all they talk about is how bad this show is and also Animal Crossing. Um, if we could recommend the Space Cadets another episode of another podcast um, with other hosts who maybe uh, don't hate their podcast as much as we do... <laughs> <laughs> uh they will probably want to go right to the major cast network which is the network that we're a part of and there's lots of great podcasts there like this one hello there my name is katie wright and i host brett easton hell yes the only podcast dedicated solely to the works of brett easton ellis who is brett easton ellis you may ask Well, he is the author of such generation-defining novels as American Psycho, Less Than Zero, and The Rules of Attraction. He famously took on such topics as the nihilism and pessimism of the 80s, the entitlement of the wealthy, uh, and the evils of capitalism. Sounds great, right? Well, it's not that simple, because he's also the man who recently wrote a book that's just basically about how much he triggers millennials uh and he's also the man who once famously said that women can't direct uh there's a lot to unpack with brett easton ellis he's wonderful and terrible i love him as much as i hate him and i hope that in listening to this podcast you will come to feel the same way so please join me on my journey through the wildly inconsistent and problematic but deeply delightful sometimes works of brett easton ellis on brett easton hell yes every sunday on the major casts network
Oh, that one is like a breath of fresh air. <laughs> uh, okay, Courtney. This yeah. episode uh, taught us something so important. Um, <laughs> Wait, hold on. Did it? Yeah, did it, it really? did. It really, really <laughs> okay. did. Um, and that's that some babies huh? are bad. Oh. I. Uh, <laughs> are you... Hey, Al. Yeah? No, you gotta... You gotta be truthful. Um, you can't talk about Big Baby. I'm not gonna talk about Big Baby. No. Okay. <laughs> I would never. I would never talk about Big Baby. I love. Okay. I do have to say, we'll put the tiger on the table. Love a Big Baby. I love Big Baby, and people are I, so mean to Big Baby. And yeah, he's they're so mean to Big Baby. He's but just I so do big. have a question. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to co-op this whole thing because I did introduce the concept of Big Baby. <laughs> And now I can never forget him. Do you think in like 20 years, Big Baby's going to like own, own Big Baby? Or do you think they're going to like kind of shy away from it? Oh, I think there's a whole YouTube brand coming for Big Baby. (laughs) What's up? It's me, Big Baby. Thanks for tuning in. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Today I'm talking about my favorite big snacks. Uh, I'm gonna subscribe right now. Okay, that was the that was the burning question that I had about Big Baby. Let's do your thing now. <laughs> okay, um, so this is an article that I want to share with you and our listeners. It is from BabyGaga.com, and it God. is called "16 yeah. Signs the Baby Remembers Its Past Life." <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Abomination from? Uh, oh, babygaga.com? I fucking hate that. Oh, God. Okay, give it to me. Okay, so I'm going to just cherry pick some things from this, but uh, basically the, the gist is, um, here's what we're talking about. The realization that your child is speaking of something beyond jibber-jabber and is instead recounting a personal experience is quite startling for parents, to say the least. Reincarnation <laughs> has no scientific backing, but does have plenty of support from the world of psychology. <laughs> Okay. 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 <laughs> the truth is that we just don't know. We have no proof of either the existence or non-existence <laughs> hey, of reincarnation. Hey, <laughs> hey, wait, I'm a- we hey, but we do know. <laughs> but before you say it doesn't exist, carefully consider the signs you might have missed or simply refuse to acknowledge. <sighs> okay. Just because we don't believe in something or that it lacks concrete scientific proof does not necessarily mean that it does not exist. I mean, okay. Uh, okay. 16. The 16 sign that you're, that uh, the baby remember its past life. Oh my god. An old soul. I'm in hell. I'm in hell. This is hell. I'm in hell. Okay, go. Give it to me. Um, okay, I'm actually gonna skip an old soul, but just just know that an old soul, if someone's ever said to you that you're an old soul, uh, yeah. you could be reincarnated. Okay, um, okay. I want to skip right to 13, which is uncanny knowledge of historical events. <laughs> Does this have to do how Colin is actually reincarnated as a small boy from the Lusitania? 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, so there's a story here that I'd love to read you. Okay, good. Yes. James Leininger was just two years old when he started having reoccurring night terrors about being in a terrible plane crash. Actually, it says being a terrible plan crash. Oh. He would kick his leg in the air and scream about being in an airplane crash and not being able to get out. James would seemingly act out his dreams through play while crashing his toys into the family coffee table. When his father asked him about it, the young boy claimed that he had been the pilot of a plane that crashed. He gave the names of other passengers in the crash, as well as detailed accounts of the plane model and other planes, too. After years of personal research, James's father discovered historical accounts that included the name of the plane and the passengers, as well as the pilot himself. The crash had taken place, just as his toddler had described, in a World War II battle at Iwo Jima. Look, here's the thing. You can't leave the History Channel on for your toddler. You can't. <laughs> you just can't. You can't. They're going to start talking about World War II. They're going to start talking about bunkers. And you know what? You don't know what to do with that sort of energy, my dude. Oh, my God. Well, now, if you don't, uh, if you don't think uncanny knowledge of historical events is any proof, how about accidental no. expertise? accidental expertise now we're talking yeah. about two-year-olds here yeah. correct well this one okay. this is tommy hilbert who uh okay. is four or five he lost a button on his pants and his mother was a bit delayed on getting her sewing machine out and fixing it one day tommy grabbed the pants with a needle and thread and expertly began sewing the button back on his mother looked in awe knowing that he had never been taught nor had he witnessed her doing it when she asked how he learned to sew his answer astonished her he said well we used to do it on my ship all the time she asked, you were a sailor? And Tommy continued to recount a past life in detail when he was a sailor on an old ship with tall masts and many ropes. <laughs> Y'all, okay, these are, these are people who are parents, but seemingly they've never been around children ever. Yeah. Kids say buck wild shit all the time. They absolutely do. They absolutely do. Are they going to say, like, I, I'm a I'm a fire truck? And you're like, oh, my God, Tommy. Tommy was a fire truck. He was a fireman. Oh, my God. Tommy was a fireman in 9-11. Is that the sort of jumps that these people are taking? Uh, well, you tell me, because number six is an affinity for a specific, specific time period, event, or place. Oh, my God. <laughs> Borsica is the name of a boy who reportedly began speaking at the age of four months and was using full sentences by the age of eight months. He learned to read at age two. He became a local celebrity for his apparent genius. By the age of three, he could name all the planets in the solar system, many galaxies, and beyond. Eventually, he began speaking about one of his past lives on the planet Mars millions of years ago. He told interviewers <laughs> that people still live on Mars, but live beneath the surface and that they breathe CO2. Scientists what? have since revealed information about the presence of water on Mars and have stated that it is very plausible that one time there was life on the planet. Research what? revealed from reputable sources has even stated the presence of structures beneath the surface of Mars, as well as machines both above and below the surface. That doesn't prove anything! It's just a kid talking about space! What are these people doing with children? Like, okay, four-year-olds, I've known four-year-olds and three-year-olds who can literally name every dinosaur known to man. It doesn't mean they were a dinosaur, like, in no, they're a, a past man, life. Obviously. It's, well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you got me. 
I have one more thing that I think is going to prove this to you. Okay, I'm not convinced. And this one is direct statements in reflection of other lives. Okay. Sam Taylor, at just 18 months old, looked up at his father one day as he was changing his diaper and said, when I was your age, I used to change your diapers. The boy continued to talk. Wait, no, no, wait, no, wait, no, wait, hold on. Is that grandpa? The boy continued to talk for some time after. I told you to stop. Al, I told you to stop. Al? Yeah. Is that baby grandpa? Yeah. It's baby grandpa. No, my shrieking woke up the dog and now everyone's upset. May I continue? I guess so. The boy continued to talk for some time after, believing that he had once been his own grandfather. No. no, His grandfather had ironically died less than two years before he was born. Sam's parents say that he recalled many details of his grandfather's life that he could not possibly have had knowledge of. Things like the information that his grandmother's grandfather's sister had been murdered and that his wife had made him milkshakes every day near the end of his life. Father, have I ever told you how I used to drill your mother? (laughs) You know, Grandma Sally? Oh, boy, she was a looker. Father, can I tell you what the key party is that you and your mother went to? (laughs) Oh, boy, when you came out of your grandmother's vagina, boy, it was just a lot to see. (laughs) You know, I think that's kind of cool, actually, because then you get, like, you get, like, parental revenge, Oh you know my god, I mean? yeah. Like, you, now you are the baby. <laughs> I wish I was my own grandpa. That would be fucking dope. Now you're the baby, and now you can... Everything that your... Everything that your child put you through, you can you can now exact, exact revenge. Name me one reason it wouldn't be fresh as hell to be your own grandpa. I bet you can't. Maybe we're just all our old... Our own grandfathers. That'd We're just really... con- just continually wow. daisy chaining through life. Just daisy chaining through grandpas. Just grandpas all the way down. Everybody's always been a grandpa, and everybody's always going to be a grandpa. <laughs> you've wow, Al. You've really convinced me. I'm glad. Uh, um, if you if you know you are your own grandfather who did pass away in the war and you can recount um, the Battle of Ypres like the back of your hand, um, what, where should they uh, email us to tell us about oh, it? Please send us all the information you possibly can about that situation to doublexfilespodcast at gmail.com. That's double spelt out, D-O-U-B-L-E. Um, and uh, you can also tweet at us, uh, Instagram us, uh yeah uh all about your past lives and uh you know things about your grandpa that you uncannily knew at the age of 18 months <laughs> um i think it's time for some predictions let's do it let's do it man who's it's your turn to predict i think mm-hmm, you're right anything could happen based on a name anything could happen when you're playing the prediction game Tell me, Allison, what's it gonna be? A way to dredge up all of your childhood anxiety. 
Um, what did I predict? I predicted de- demons. Yeah, demons. Uh, I don't think there's anything with demons actually. No, I don't think you got points. I don't think I got any points either. So I think I'm we're a- at three quarters of a point each. No, I think I argue I with fuck, me. I don't fuck. Al, know. hey, Al, argue with me. I don't want it. I don't fucking know. <laughs> Come at me. <laughs> Come at me, bro. Step up. I don't want to step up. You're scaring me. Al. Oh. Oh, no. Oh, Al. I I just Googled accidentally season one. (laughs) I just accidentally Googled X-Files season one, episode nine. And that is the episode space where the man in the moon (laughs) is. You fucking miss aliens now. And I miss it so much. I li- I miss it so. Hey, I miss it so much. This picture that I am seeing, I miss it so much. That was the OG episode <sighs> where they Mulder and Scully absolutely did not need to be involved at all. No, at all. And it's just it was so buck wild. <laughs> oh boy! Uh, now I gotta go to season nine, episode nine. Yeah, man. It is called. Providence. Providence or Providence? Provenance. 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 Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Providence is like... Proven... Provenance. Providence is like the origin of something, right? Al, I don't even know how to fucking pronounce this word. You're asking me... (laughs) Yeah, okay. I mean, you're the co-host. I don't know who else I would ask. Okay. I think it means, like, origin. Like, the provenance of something is, like, where it came from. Okay. I think it's a museum word. You think it's a museum word? I think it's a museum word. I think it's used by museum people. Okay. Um, So I think maybe there's, like, a weird asteroid. A weird asteroid. And they're trying to figure out where it came from. And it's in a museum. No, space stuff. Are you really saying that we're going to space stuff? Here's the thing. I was fully 100% about to pitch this episode with the same plot of a cartoon I worked on last year by accident. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? If these episodes were as good as the stuff that you pitched, we would be so lucky. Oh, boy. Okay. Um, Okay, Providence. It's, um, there's... Oh, boy. A small boy appears, and no one knows where he came from. A spooky boy. We've done that. We've done that. There's no spooky boys. We're all done with no aliens. No spooky boys. It's just Satan and strawberry jelly wet men all the way down. No, I think it's a spooky girl. Okay. Oh, God. Okay. Um, And uh, she doesn't have a home, and... uh, uh, it's like a Scully versus Reyes episode where Scully wants to adopt her and Reyes is like, no, this is the reincarnation of a someone bad. Oh God, that's this episode. Fuck me. Yeah, it's just this episode, bud. Can I actually give you a preview of uh, what this episode I is going to be? Desperately need it, please. Uh, it comes from IMDb reviews, and uh, this for this episode, uh, someone just gave it one star and just said mundane. <laughs> So there you go. So there you go. Um, 
Okay, I think someone mails Rey as an artifact. Okay. And she has, like, a weird vision of where it's from, and then she has to go try to track it down. Okay. But it ends up being, like, nothing. It's boring. It's (laughs) boring. Okay, is it Satan? Is it Satan stuff? Yeah, it's probably Satan stuff. Okay, what's the spooky? Um, it belonged to a fallen angel. Okay. Sounds great. I love it. Uh, is that it? I yeah. think that's it. I think we, we're free. We gotta wrap up because my neighbor's mowing his lawn. <laughs> <laughs> Until next time, the, the truth, truth is, is out, out there. there. Al, this episode is right now 58 minutes. We talked about this fucking episode and bad babies for 58 minutes. I hate it. Well, it's just the way the cookie crumbles, I guess. Thanks for listening to the Major Casts Network. Stay fun, stay nasty, and stay major.